Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post a it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Delora, how are you? I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm good, girl. And I'm especially good because we've had some positive feedback, some comments. We got a reshare, repost, and just want to give some thanks and some kudos to everybody. So first up, we just had our recap of Abbott Elementary, which if you guys have not listened to, please go back and listen to. We had a great time discussing that because we love that show. Yes. But we have... Uh, Miss Lisa Ann Walter to thank for doing a repost of one of our stories on Instagram. Yes. Oh, so exciting. I mean, I woke up this morning and I saw it and I was screaming and it was way too early. So I just like reposted it really quick before Lisa changed her mind. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we should also say thank you, Miss Shaminti, right? (laughs) absolutely (laughs) appreciate you for that and again if you guys have not listened to that recap please do it was a good time now back to Bridgerton season two we got a couple of comments on that as well guys if you have not listened to that recap I'm shocked because we had a lot of momentum so please go back and check it out on YouTube wow that's a lot of views if you guys did not know yes we post all of our shows out to YouTube so you can always check them out there but I want to read one particular comment we had from Daily Rosamond I thoroughly enjoyed your recapping. It felt like a whole new experience involving the series. Smiley face emoji. What do you call the hands when they're up like this? Praise hands emoji. Praise hands. Praise hands emoji. (laughs) Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And we hope that you continue to listen to other episodes as well. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. So exciting to see that. And with apple Podcasts, we have a new review this came in last week also a bridgerton comment the title of this rating is called great host loved your bridgerton takes i will be listening to more episodes and this is from lauren m in va Thank you, Lauren M in VA. Thank you, Lauren. So Listen, Bridgerton is the gift that keeps on giving. So we appreciate <laughs> the fact that you guys love this content just as much as us. That and Jenny and Georgia of all of I know. our podcasts. You guys don't understand. Jenny and Georgia was an unexpected smash for us. It's yes. still our number one most listened to podcast. So yes. we'll definitely be giving you a season two since. <laughs> to seem like it was so popular yes but again just overall guys every single week we say this and we really mean it from the bottom of our hearts for every single person that takes any time out to listen to us we thank you we appreciate you. you we love you okay we absolutely do thank you thank you thank you and if you can just share with your <laughs> friends 
make more comments, ratings. We would love, love to read them. Please. Apple and Spotify are the two best places to hit us with a rating or a review. But hey, we'll take it any way you want to give it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Laura. As usual, it is our Sounds headlines. Sounds like you would say to Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was, my mind has stayed up, but we're going to get down. We're going to get down on today's headlines and hot topics episode. Okay. Cause that is definitely a hot topic in these streets. So before we get there, cause Jesse, I love you. Um, first up, we have to talk about Kevin Samuels. So Whew. Kevin Samuels famous for dishing out controversial dating advice on social media, died last week, according to multiple outlets, including TMZ, which I'm sourcing from. The influencer and self-proclaimed image consultant, lifestyle coach, and dating expert died Thursday in Georgia. According to a police report obtained by TMZ, EMS was called to Kevin's home for a person injured and found Kevin unresponsive on the floor of his apartment. The police report states they've talked to a woman who said they met Kevin Wednesday night and spent the night with him at his place. The woman who is a nurse said Kevin started to complain of chest pains and she tried to help him. She told cops he fell on top of her. So she called 911 and requested a defibrillator from the front desk. According to the report, Kevin was taken to Piedmont Hospital, where he passed away. Kevin had a huge following on social media, as we know, Delora, including 1.42 million YouTube subscribers. He often stirred debate with his hot takes on dating and relationships. So obviously, there was a lot of um, opinions and thoughts upon his passing. Obviously, rest in peace. But what were your thoughts? Because there was a little confusion when this news first started kind of coming out. So what were your thoughts about this situation? Frankly, that it was unreal. And I saw that he died, but the fact that you could not get any confirmation for what seemed like a very long time in the age that we live in, I truly didn't believe it. It was, it was just unreal. And he had just made... Um, the latest controversial take of any woman over the age of 35 is considered a leftover woman, quote if unquote. she's not married, yeah. Yes, and so... Shots fired at me, Dolores. Shots fired at me, okay? <laughs> Almost there. Ashley, we're not even going to validate that <laughs> statement. It's just a weird place to be in. So I was joking with, shout out to my hairdresser. We were talking about this very topic. And my question to her was, what do y'all want from Black women? What do y'all want in terms of what to say about this man's passing? He made a living degrading Black women specifically. Mm. Talking about us not being conventionally attractive. Mm. Talking about all the ways that us being educated and making more money and our weight and height and all these things are all negatives when it comes to finding a mate. Like, I truly don't have much to say other than rest in peace. If you're expecting anything else, I don't, I don't have anything for you. What, what do you want from us? What do you want from me? <laughs> what, what's Listen, your um, so 
I'm going to get to my thoughts in just a minute. I want to say that Vivica Fox probably summed up what a mm-hmm. lot of people felt, mm-hmm. um, which is especially given the circumstances surrounding his death, there was some karma to this situation. Um, she said on the show Cocktails with Queens, this man was a hypocrite. In my honest opinion, he really was. I didn't find anything about him to be healing. He insulted African-American women on a consistent basis. So I guess I will break my thoughts down like this. I don't rejoice at this man's death in any no. way. Because I know that's something that a lot of people want to put out there. Oh, y'all are, you know, I can't believe you guys are so excited about someone passing away. That's not the case. No, no. But I think when someone who I definitely did not agree with um, in terms of his thoughts and opinions, particularly about Black women, someone that I did not think put out positivity in the same way that I've openly criticized Wendy Williams in these ways. Mm -hmm. I think when you put out certain energy and when you negatively talk about certain things, you know, you can't get upset at people's reactions to those things and people's taking offense to those things. Again, not rejoicing in his death because I really felt sorry for his mother, that his mother apparently found out through all this stuff coming out about him dying. Like she yes. wasn't even able to be told before it all started leaking out online. So obviously you never want to see people in pain, see a family in pain, things like that. But mm-hmm. um, I did not I did not celebrate him and his views. So mm-hmm. I will not miss that voice in these internets, on these internets. It's just crazy on like how fragile life is though. Like one minute he's gone viral, the next he's gone. I just have to say to the people who celebrated his views, think about the fact that he was not living in a way that coincided with his own advice. He was living in an apartment. Yep. He unfortunately passed away with a stranger from what appeared to be a one night stand. And so you have not heard from his children or ex-wives or anything like that. So it just I'm just saying examine like, your heroes. I was just about to examine say examine your heroes. Yeah. And we don't know any I, just speaking to the circumstances again, do not wish ill on any person. No. I, I just think, you know, when this news came out. You can't fault people for saying, well, he offended me, so I'm not going to, you know, feel some type of way. Just unfortunately, a loss of life. Hate to see it. And we will move forward. Let's move on to our next quick headline. Fred Savage was fired from the Wonder Years reboot, Delora. At the end of last week, it was reported by numerous outlets that he was terminated from the reboot on ABC, where he served as an executive producer and director. Savage was dismissed from the series following an investigation into unspecified allegations of inappropriate conduct, the company spokesperson told CNN. Since the news broke, additional details have come out surrounding the allegations with the source telling People Magazine that Fred can have a temper and occasional outbursts and that he was quick to anger. According to the same People article, Savage has faced other onset behavioral allegations in the past. In 2018, his Wonder Years TV mom, Allie Mills, claimed that a sexual harassment lawsuit against him and one of his other co-stars ended the original series back in 1993, which I had never heard about. Never. Vanity Fair reported that Savage and his co-star were sued by costume designer Monique Long, which is really creepy because Monique is my middle name. (laughs) Anyway 
who said their alleged verbal and physical harassment made it challenging for her to do her job and resulted in her firing. The matter was settled and dropped. And then that same year, a judge dismissed a gender-based lawsuit against Savage from another costume designer who claimed that Savage created an uncomfortable work environment on the grinder. But the Hollywood Reporter stated that the actor has denied such allegations. Delora, what were your thoughts when you heard about getting the boot from the reboot? So I really do enjoy the reboot and I was super excited to have someone like Fred Savage be a part of it because it helps validate the show. Not to say that we need white people to validate black shows, but you know what it's like <laughs> when there's... Well, because he was from the original. He's Savage. Exactly. It was in a way, original cast, blessing the new cast. Yes, it's all black people. Our stories matter. And they have been doing a phenomenal job telling the black story during the 60s, which as we mentioned in past recaps, like with Summer Soul and things like that, was a crazy time in this country. The show has been nominated for a freaking Peabody. So it is well done. And so in my view, Fred, you had such a cake job. Like (laughs) that check should be the easiest check you get right now. And you messed it up over some Devo attitude. Like that says a lot about him. And honestly says a lot about his family because I think it was around 2020, the actress who played Angela from Boy Meets World talked about how the cast was not very welcoming to her and they mm-hmm. were not very nice. Um, her real name is Trina McGee and we were not having it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like The one black treat? cast member? How dare you? Exactly. And they have all since made up, but this sounds like Apple's not falling far from a tree, but they were all kid stars. So who knows what their egos are like? What about you? I was sad to see it because to your point, to me, it definitely was like a bridge between the original and the the reboot to have Kevin Arnold as the executive producer and the director and really get that, you know, legacy kind of ingrained into this as we move forward. And I think Fred Savage, because that's somebody that I saw as a kid, you know, you always have kind of special sentimental feelings for people that you saw as a kid. So, and you know, even it's not just Fred, you also have Ben, you know what I mean? Like from Boy Meets World. So it's, I don't want this to be an issue with the Savage family. I was hoping that y'all were better than this. You know what I'm saying? It's It's Savage. savage. (laughs) (laughs) I just tell you everything you needed to know, huh? (laughs) No, but yeah, I was sad to see it. But I think, you know, if these other situations, you know, other things have been coming out where there's smoke, there's often fire. And as we see with a lot of these cases in Hollywood, nobody is beyond reproach. And Fred Savage is no exception to that. So we'll see what happens with kind of the future of his career. Um, I don't think this will be the last job that he gets, but I hope that he learns from this and will do better if these allegations are indeed true. So next quick headline, Young Thug and Gunner arrested. Earlier this week, Young Thug, Gunner, and several other members of YSL Records faced RICO charges in a 56-count indictment. Girl, 
Young Thug was detained not long after news broke of the indictment, which was 88 pages, which led to his house being raided. And now it appears the rapper is facing additional felony charges. Meanwhile, Gunna was taken into custody the day we're recording Wednesday morning, according to jail records and booked on one charge of conspiracy to violate Georgia's RICO Act. Per a press conference held on Tuesday, Fulton County authorities stated it could be a few weeks to locate all the defendants in the case. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie T. Willis expressed, it does not matter what your notoriety is, what your fame is. If you come to Fulton County, Georgia, and you commit crimes, we are going to prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. We'll ask on the different charges for the maximum penalties. And there's obviously many people that are looking at life under this indictment. These are serious crimes. They're serious allegations. And it's my opinion that violence in our community deserves maximum penalties. Girl, this news is ongoing and breaking as we're kind of talking about it and the chips are kind of falling. But what were your initial thoughts about this? Do you follow these artists? And what is your you know, feelings about possibly what you think is about to happen? I'm glad you asked that question, Ashley, because I would not be able to identify a young thug or gunner song if you put it in my face. <laughs> like, I, I've heard of them obviously being rep artists honestly I know them more for their fashion than anything there were rumors with Gunna in particular about him dating Chloe Bailey and they did that music video together where they both look really ridiculous but that's above me um but with all that being said this is not a good look and Chloe has made it clear also that she is not dating Gunna, which, you know, very smart for her to do at this time, because this ain't letting up. Like they're going as far as including their song lyrics <laughs> as evidence in this Girl. particular case. So, you know, do we all need to be affiliated with gangs to be rappers? No. I mean, Jack Harlow's doing that right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not cute. And my question is, is it really worth it? Young man, young men? Young man. (laughs) Is it really worth it, young man? (laughs) (laughs) Get my Morgan Freeman on. Um, What about you, Ashley? have to agree on the not this we're showing our age not remotely really knowing who these guys are besides the fact that gunna was linked to chloe that's when i first had ever even heard of him young thug I, i'm pretty sure if you put a young thug song on i'd be like oh yeah i know it but i've gotten to the age where i don't even be knowing who these people are until i watch like an award show or something and then i see them perform it and i'm like oh that's who sings that or that's who raps that And it's so funny because I remember seeing, you know, reports and surveys or research on the fact that when you pass 30, when it comes to music, you, you know what you like and you're okay. Not knowing (laughs) all the new (laughs) stuff that's coming up behind you. I do still enjoy a lot of new music, but when it comes to certain rap music, 
I don't know what they're saying. So I'm usually not interested. I think that's why Kanye at one point was my favorite rapper um, because I could relate on a level that I really couldn't as a black, young black female to a lot of other rap because those weren't my life experiences. And I feel like Kanye really came at a different in a different way into music. He wasn't trying to be anybody that he wasn't. He wasn't talking about street life or anything like that, that I knew I couldn't relate to. He talked about, you know, exactly talked about the college game, talked about a lot of things, but it was also, you know, he had a very distinct way of a perspective that I enjoyed. Anyway, point is, I'm definitely at that age, but besides all of that, just looking at it from a perspective of like news dropping, I was shocked because I'm, I've never seen, I've never seen, even at the height of like, and maybe we we're too young, the Biggie, Tupac era and all that. I don't feel like I've ever seen authorities come at musical artists quite this hard in this way. Like, I know that Tupac was harassed a lot mm-hmm. back in the day, but I just felt like y'all about to try to really strike. Really? For mean, me, we got for me, Snoop, yes. we got Diddy. Oh, um, see, I'd be forgetting got... about the court cases back in the day. <laughs> I'd be forgetting about the court cases back in the day. Been on, like, yeah, I, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's the depth of charges and the fact that it yeah. just feels so large. Like it feels so much larger. Everybody, everybody. That's what I'm everybody. saying. Yeah. Like y'all talking about like it's an 88 page indictment. There's a, like it feels like this huge sting operation. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying that rap artists mm-hmm. haven't always been targets some way I just mean like yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it this like large scale involvement are you trying to say these young boys are sloppy <laughs> I don't know if they're sloppy or something is really going on like what yeah. what is really good like yeah. I need I need more information and I need to better understand because I'm like is this are they being targeted is this real did they really do these things I don't know it because is, it's absolutely a truth that authorities listen to some of this rap music and try to connect the dots. Yeah, because I remember Tupac saying back in the day, the, the cops didn't bother me until I started calling myself a thug. You know what I'm saying? That's when they wanted to try me when I got thug life tattooed across my yep. stomach, you know? But like one of the things that they're saying young thugs being charged with is possession of marijuana with intent to distribute. No, 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 no. We're not putting people in jail for that. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. So, you know, I have to look deeper into this and I have to better understand everything that's going on. I feel like the main thing is this whole gang affiliation situation. Yeah. So I just need to better understand. But it was definitely for me shocking news just by the depth of everything that it seemed like was going on with it. And it was like this huge operation. Absolutely. All right. That's it for quick headlines. Let's move on to these hot fire topics in these streets first one up i guess i feel like a rapper all of a sudden huh (laughs) but i'm excited even though i don't feel like i should be excited because we're talking about my number one my number one in my rotating top five of beautiful men in this world my number one crush jesse williams okay nude images and video of Jesse Williams starring in Broadway's Take Me Out leaked on Monday night and began circulating online. Delora, the internets were in shambles over this man, okay? I could have told y'all, but listen, anyway. um, 
it happened hours after Williams, not saying I've ever seen him nude. I'm just saying I could have told y'all he was beautiful. It happened hours after Williams was nominated for a Tony Award for Best Performance by a Featured Actor in a Play. Williams has since responded to the buzz around his scene. He said, it's a body. Once you see it, you realize it's whatever. It's a boy. I just have to make it not that big of a deal. Jalora, the second stage, Hayes Theater has come out just disgusted by the fact that somebody was able to smuggle a camera in and take this footage because they require the audience to place their phones in a locked pouch before the show out of respect and support for our actors. As they put it, they also have now announced that they're going to install an infrared camera system and that the new technology augments the current camera systems to detect suspicious activity. Girl, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, your boy from Modern Family, who is one of his yep. co-stars, has even come out and said he is appalled by the disrespect. Give me your thoughts. Well, <laughs> I guess Jesse got that big, big energy. <laughs> oh, Ashley, I just was not ready. I think that's what it was. I knew he was going to be nude. I, you know, I kind of follow all the new plays and musicals on Broadway. This was a big deal considering he left a very lucrative job at Grey's Anatomy to pursue something that he said that he wanted to terrify himself and grow as an actor. And then then Twitter happened. Um, (laughs) I feel like, I feel really sorry for him. I feel like what happened was a violating experience, right? Because mm-hmm. he trusts that his art was going to remain in the theater with pain, pain patrons. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm glad that y'all can't see my face because I'm trying to keep it together and be serious, but I'm like, my face is not cooperating. Go ahead, Delora. <laughs> but I'm also sorry for him because now, He has to work so much harder to be taken seriously, not only for his face, but for his decent-sized Johnson as well. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. I love me some Jesse Williams, okay? So when I received this information when i received this footage i am so sorry my first thought was not i feel sorry for this man it was god how could you gift one man all of this he has all the things he's already beautiful he's already talented he's already intelligent wow like wow wow Wow, Jesse. Oh my God. I'm thinking of Kevin Hart when he was like, damn. <laughs> exactly. We were all, I think, on the same wave when this leaked. And granted, I do feel sorry if Jesse does feel like this is a violation yeah. of him. Granted, that he was already terrified to take on this role and be yeah. nude on stage. But I have to be completely honest with you. You have nothing to be ashamed of, sir. Like, I just, I know that 
maybe you didn't want these internets to have these images, but I could have, I, I wanted to, I planned to pay to see this anyway. So if I had already, I listen, when you, you guys understand, I was on the wait list for these tickets at one point in time. Okay. Cause I knew this was coming. So if I was already planning to pay, I feel like I'm just seeing what I was going to see anyway. So I am sorry, Jesse, if you felt like this was a violation of, you know, your intended privacy and the way that you wanted this to be revealed, it was a part of this art. But when I tell you that there's not a single person who saw this and did not say, damn, that's a good looking man. I can see why your wife went through everything she went through. It, you know, like I just it's hard. It's hard for me to have any other reaction. It's hard for me. I'm, I've tried. I was like, uh, y'all are saying it's sexual harassment. Uh, OK, OK. Um, I mean, it, if I was an audience member. I would have seen this. So, okay. But you paid for it. But I paid for it. Do you want me to slide some money into a a GoFundMe? Like, I'm... (sighs) It needed a moment. It just needed a moment. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to lie. I I don't want to be the shady shady betty here. But... uh, Do I need to... Does this need to be a part of an OnlyFans? I'm just saying, is it the monetary (laughs) portion that makes it a violation? But it's, it's the... No wonder his ex-wife is like, no, you're going to be paying me. That's what I'm saying. That's what everybody was like. I can see why your ex-wife acted the way she did because it's not right. Like, it's just not right. That's a. But he did take this job so he wouldn't have to pay her as much, though. Like, that's (laughs) It really is. I hate to say it. He definitely got that child support cut. No, in all seriousness, listen, guys, I love Jesse Williams. I really do. I think he is, um, I, I actually, it's not even just his looks that I fell for. It was that speech he did at BET, BET. Awards when he did that, you know, Phenomenal. he won that, that award for like yes. philanthropy or whatever. Yep. His, that was what won me over. And I was like, oh, I love me some Jesse Williams. So again, if there's any type of feeling of, you know, this was a violation, I, you know, I, I do feel for him in that way, but I will say, man, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Anything else, Delora? <laughs> That big, big energy. <laughs> and if you guys did not see the interview with Justin from E and Tiffany Haddish, yes. I laughed my ass off. It was really good. I saw it live. It was amazing. <laughs> I was Tiffany. That's my man too, girl. That's my man too. Don't be anyway, about my man. That's my man too, girl. As of yesterday. All right. Um, let's move on to our final hot topic of the day. Chrishell Stouse and this Selling Sunset reunion. Selling Sunset fans, where y'all at? Okay. Chrishell shocked us all when on the reunion, she confirmed that she is dating a musician named G Flip. Shocked us, shocked her co-stars. I think I was, everybody was Maya. Like Maya's expression said it all. Maya. I love her, first of all, but her face was priceless. Shocked. Shocked. Priceless. Chriselle said that they met on the set of the Australian Singers music video. They appear to have gotten serious, so serious that Stouse gave her partner a tattoo of the words, get me out of here, in all caps, a nod to G Flip's new song. And I had also read per TMZ that they were already living together in Chriselle's home. 
So it seems like this is a little serious. Uh, G Flip is 27 and Chriselle is 40. And as those of us who follow Selling Sunset know, she had just gotten out of a relationship with her boss bae, Jason. And they had broken up because Rochelle had stated that she wanted children and Jason did not. So, Delora, give me your thoughts first about Rochelle and then we'll delve a little bit more into the reunion. I just want Rochelle to be okay. I know she's gone through a lot of intense life transitions from losing both of her parents, from the way her husband ended their marriage. And from an observation point, it just seems like she's looking for love any and everywhere, whether it's her dancing partner, whether it's her boss. And now with this little, this little thing, um, (laughs) little young tenderoni (laughs) from Australia. So I just hope that she finds love and peace and stability um her relationship with jason although i'm not a fan of the dynamics of it all when it comes to boss and associate or contractor or whatever just a little little great for me he was not interested in slowing down that much in being a parent like he was willing to find someone that he loved and respected, which is something I don't think he's used to with the type of women (laughs) he's dated. Mm -hmm. He's a bit of a playboy. You know, I'm happy that she decided to do what was best for her. We kind of talked about this from the Abbott Elementary recap of like knowing yourself, having your voice and being extremely vocal on what you want out of a relationship. I just hope she finds finds the love she's looking for how about you i had whiplash when this news came out because i had just watched the latest season so i was still processing because in the public we already knew about the breakup before we got a chance to watch the show so it was painful to have to watch this experience and know that they didn't make it especially with them saying that she was the amal to jason's george clooney and all this stuff and yeah and so i was still recovering from that so then on the reunion for chriselda gives such a pivot in her relationship given that her deal breaker was children and so now you're dating someone who's much younger than you seems like they're in a much different place in life than you i just really I couldn't understand it at first. I was confused. And I know she since put out the video trying to clear up any confusion. Mm-hmm. And I guess at the end of the day, mm-hmm. all I say is I will be a fan of Rochelle no matter what choices she makes. I think she seems like such a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to your point, I think whatever she's doing in her personal life, as long as it makes her happy, I'm happy for her. But I can't say as a fan, I definitely felt that whiplash. I'm like, what do you mean you're already living together? Like, yeah. how long has it been? Are these wounds not still fresh? Is this just a strictly a rebound thing? Are you taking this seriously? Like, what's going on? But obviously, this is not my friend. This is not my life. So I'm just rolling with the punches. And whatever Chriselle decides to do, to your point, I really do hope it makes her happy. But the reunion in general was brutal. Because when I tell you, even if I'm not, I didn't necessarily always feel like Jason dating another staff member in the brokerage was appropriate. He broke my heart. I didn't not expect for really? Jason to get, girl 
when I tell you they had me tearing up, I did not expect for it to get so emotional. Like mm. I didn't, Jason is a very stoic person. So when very. he got emotional and then Brett got emotional, I'm like, what is happening? You really Ooh. loved this woman clearly. But you know what stopped me? What stopped you? <laughs> was Chriselle's face. And she was kind of given the Chrissy Teigen at the Oscars face. Like, eh, where is this coming well, from? Well, I think she was just surprised, just like all of us. Because she even said, like, Jason doesn't get emotional about anything. So to see this mm-hmm. pain, I get her point. When you have already established your what your breaking point is, what your yes. boundaries are, and yes. he's not willing to do that, that's one thing. But I think they also made mention of the fact that it seems like he may have cut it off in a cold way. Like he didn't, mm. he tried to distance himself, he said, emotionally to make it easier. So mm. I don't think he probably handled their breakup also in the best way he could have. Mm. So that's probably another thing yeah. that makes Chrishell kind of feel that way. Like, hold on, where's all this emotion come from? You didn't have any of this when we actually exactly. were breaking up. Yep. But I think it was genuine. Like I personally did not take that as stage. I think he really was genuinely still sad and upset. And to his point, when they showed the deleted scene between him and Mary, he said, I think this is really the love of my life and I'm letting her go. But I was also thinking like, Jason, if you're not ready for kids yet, bro, are we, are we going to wait till 70? Like, are, do you just think you're not someone who wants to have children versus saying, I'm just not ready yet? Are you know what I'm saying? Like that, that I was a little wonder- like, are you ever going to be ready? It makes me wonder about their backstory. Like, how was your growing up? You know, Brett said that he was like, I can't tell you guys. I don't know. We are how we are. Because <laughs> like, I'm just like, did y'all have some crazy growing up situations that made you say, hey, I don't need to have kids. I'm focused on financial, you know, wealth building. <laughs> That's it. And the thing is, is. I think everyone is different individual in the fact that everyone is not meant to get married. Everyone is not meant to have children. People are definitely meant to go in different paths, but for them, it seems like there's a waffle. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. are you, what is, what is it that you're debating at this point in your life, Jason? If you and your, what is he in his mid to late forties? Yes. Still don't think it's the right time. Are you, are you going to wait till retirement? to think about having children like when when is it possibly and that's his own journey to discover but that's just something I was thinking about yeah just something I was thinking about what else from the reunion sparked your interest or was noteworthy to you besides the absences of both Christine and Amanda possibly from what looked appear to be COVID Mm -hmm. and um the fact that obviously we have the new cast member this season yeah, I was happy to see the new cast member. Um, she had a lot to say, which was great. Miss Chelsea. Yes. I don't think her accent, I never thought her accent was fake, though. Did I didn't you? either. No, I didn't think it was fake either. I, I get it because it's television, you just never know. But yeah. no, I thought she was very genuine, almost too genuine for me and her relationship with Christine and loyalty because I don't think Christine deserved such she does not I I know we've said this offline I said this to you that it says a lot that the person that's always gravitating towards the new person you know and doesn't get along with anyone else that says a lot about that person in my opinion and you know Christine didn't have the ovaries to show up because the way she was gaslighting this season and acting like the victim and crying. I'm like, sis, 
you're the one that lit this fire and you're making it seem like these women are clicking up against you. I don't know. And she tries to chalk it up to sense of humor, but she knows exactly what she's doing. Because she calls these tabloids that they're talking about or these bloggers. And it really hurts these women's feelings. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Selling Sunset is one of the reality shows. I know a lot of it is fake, but I think the tension is very real amongst this cast. So I don't, I told you in when we were texting about it, I don't like that. I feel like the new women who are coming on the show are being set up for failure with immediately already being pushed into a relationship or a friendship with Christine, the villain, let's be honest, of the series and of the cast. And particularly because they are women of color. The last two new women introduced, not, not counting Emma, are women of color. So I just really, I really don't like it. It really leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm really hoping that Christine is done done because if y'all don't pivot selling sunset, I'm going to stop watching this show. I've seen all her tricks and I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that stood out to me was Maya talking about the loss of her third child. Yes. Um, Devastating. Just completely heart heartbreaking. And the fact that she still is very driven and is there for her family, but there for her career as well. And I'm I'm sure that's a good thing because it kind of helps keep things moving, right? In a way so that it's not crippling grief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not laughing to make uh, light of it. I'm laughing because it is a devastating situation that happened to her and I really appreciated her transparency she didn't have to talk about it but she did and she was right there at work unlike Christine praying for her family just so devastating absolutely the last thing I want to say is I don't feel like Tan got out enough tea Tan France who hosted I needed the tea on when it seems like Brett has left the brokerage I needed the tea what on happened with that he never talks by girl, the way I need the tea on what's really good with Mary's marriage um what's really happening because it seemed like yeah they may be saying they're in the process of freezing embryos but Mary at last check was not on this and their marriage was possibly on a different path so I just there's so many points that I just felt like I needed to dig a little deeper into. And I feel like we stayed so much more focused on the drama with Christine and obviously Chrishell, yeah. but I needed some of those other cast members to spill a little bit more tea. So I really did enjoy Tan, but as you know, Tan is one of my favorites. Oh no, Claire I thought I, he was so. fabulous. Yes. And I'm sure he didn't have the time and breath to cover. Yeah. I just wanted more tea from everybody else because I'm, first of all, as I said, I'm done. I'm tired of Christine. I'm done. We're done. So I'm over that storyline, but I just needed some of these other things. Like I feel like some of the other cast get to hide a little bit because of these really big dramatic things that are always focused on. Like Emma. I see y'all. I need, I need more. If y'all gonna be on this reality show, I need a little bit more. So that's all I got as well. And that wraps us up today for our quick headlines and hot topics. Hope you guys enjoy. Give us your thoughts on all the things we've discussed especially um, Jesse Williams, personally for me. Um, And Delora, what are we recapping for the people next? Well, Ashley, if you read our article on Dayton.com, we kind of talked about it. We're recapping the Batman. (laughs) 2022's The Batman starring Edward, I'm sorry, 
Robert <laughs> Pattinson. It's a moment and we're going to do it. It's on HBO Max. So check it out. Oof, and it was a long one, guys. So Girl. make sure you have that pause button ready for a bathroom break. All right. We'll see you next time.